Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Hey guys, I am so glad you're here. Matt Woodrum here, and I am one half the team known as the Woodrum Crew. My better half, Jocelyn, is in putting the kids in the bed, and hopefully I did not just wake them all up. But hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles, right? As parents, as entrepreneurs, we need to find every chance that we have in order to uh, in order to support and help one another out. And that's one of the things I love so much about being married uh, is that we are constantly looking for different ways to support, help, and lift one another up. And that is exactly what our topic today is all about. It is one of my favorite topics. As a matter of fact, my background is in psychology and counseling and this these, these incredible ideas of how is it that we feel love. So there's a book that I read back in college called The Five Love Languages. It's a book by Dr. Gary Chapman, and it outlines the five ways to express and experience love between romantic partners. Now, this is important because we're each different. You might be sitting here and going, Matt, duh, we are each different. My wife, my and myself, my kids, we're all different and stuff like that. Yes, and you're absolutely right. But the thing I want you to understand is that we each accept love differently. Now, that might sound kind of deep. You know, you may never have thought about that. Man, like, you know, I thought it was as simple as, hey, I, you know, I love my spouse. Hey, I love you, sweetie. Yeah, I love you too. But Dr. Gary Chapman's book claims that it doesn't it's not that way as a matter of fact he says that when we talk to one another and when we express love to one another a lot of times it can feel like we are speaking in a different language now what does that mean now as somebody who grew up in the united states i've never learned a different language and stuff like that but when i go and i talk to my friends in spain or in Japan, or in China, or our neighbors down south in Mexico, and they speak in their negative native tongue. As an American, I cannot understand that. And that breaks the lines of communication. And a lot of times when we are expressing our love to our partner, it can feel a lot like speaking in a different language. So after 30 years as a marriage counselor, uh, Dr. Gary Chapman is convinced that there are five basic love languages. And we're going to go through those basic love languages today. Uh, there are five different ways to express love emotionally. Each person has a primary love language that we must learn if we want to speak we must learn to speak if we want that person to feel loved. And guys, I did an entire blog about this uh, about a year plus ago where I went through and I did a deep dive 
and to the five different love languages. As a matter of fact, as you listen to this, you might hear me uh, jumping on a computer because I'm going back to those notes. I'm going back to that blog. Uh, five languages are something that I uh, cherish today or something that I absolutely love to talk about. I absolutely love to study. I absolutely love to uh, get into. And so love languages are so important to us as parents and as spouses. So uh, how do I show my love of my kids that I love them? How do I sit here and I let my daughters know that they are special, that they were unique, that they were created for a purpose? Uh, how do I tell my wife that she is unique, that she was created for a purpose? And so one of the best ways that we can do that is by the five love languages. So what are the five love languages? Well, I'm going to outline them and then, you know, we'll, we'll go into a little bit of detail about them. So the book outlines five basic love languages. Now, these include words of affirmation. So what are words of affirmation? Oh, it's, it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. These are, um, these are the ways that you talk to people. So you lift somebody up. My love language is uh, words of affirmation. And, you know, what that means is that the words somebody says to me are absolutely essential. The words people say to me are absolutely essential. So that means people's words carry a lot of weight when they're talking to me. This, and this means, you know, uplifting and encouraging. These are just some of the different ways that, you know, people can talk to me, that lift me up, to, to, to help me out. Second love language is this idea of quality time. This is spending time together. So, for example, when my wife gets my kids to bed, or our kids to bed, uh, we're going to sit on the couch, you know, but probably turn on the TV. We're going to sit and relax and we're going to enjoy each other's company. So we're going to spend quality time together. We might play some board games. Uh, earlier today, we played a little bit of PlayStation 4 with the girls and we spent some quality time together, just spending time and being in the moment. The third way of showing love is receiving gifts. Now, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Oh man, you mean I have to buy more presents for my kids or for my wife or for my husband. That's not at all what spending and receiving gifts is all about. You see, some of us, that's our love language. And what that means is, is that when we receive gifts, we, uh, the, the, the person whose love language is receiving gifts is receiving gifts because that means that their spouse, that their that their parent was thinking about them at a time when they didn't have to. And, and I've got a little story about that. And we'll, we'll dive a little deeper into that here in a little bit. Uh, number four, acts of service. So this is like kind of doing things around the house. You know, if you're, uh, if you're a stay at home parent and stuff like that, and your spouse comes home and they say, Hey, you know, I, I can do the dishes. We more than happy to do the dishes. And I mean, there's a lot, a laundry list of different things but that's doing acts of service that you don't have to do. And last, but certainly not least, is this idea of physical touch. This is being closed, cuddling, holding hands. And also note that this does not, does not have to be sexual. This is being, you know, 
close to the person, being close and uh, you know, putting your arm on their shoulder, holding hands and stuff like that. There's something about being there, being present that speaks volumes. So let's go back and let's talk about each one of these in a little bit more detail. Words of affirmation. The first love language in the five love languages is words of affirmation. Affirmation, according to the dictionary, means the act of affirming or the state of being affirmed. Uh, something declared to be true. A statement intended to provide encouragement, emotional support, or motivation, especially when used for the purpose of auto suggest. So uh, that third definition is the one that we're going to pay close attention to. A suggestion intended to provide encouragement, emotional support, or encouragement. So when we say the words, uh, when we say words of affirmation, they are encouraging, uplifting words that are meant to build somebody up. This language is important because some people need to hear kind, encouraging words that can tell them how much you love them. For people with this love language, just saying I love you is not enough. I hear that. Saying the words I love you is not enough. They want to feel love, to understand that they were, are special to their parents, to their spouse, and to their children. When you speak words of affirmation to somebody who has this love language, you tell them that they mean the world to you as a way to share how much you love them. So, for example, my love language is words of affirmation. So when my wife comes up to me and she's like, Hey, you know, I love you. I cherish you. I and I, and I respect you. Those words don't mean as much to me as my wife saying, Matt, I really appreciate how well you did the dishes. I really appreciate that you picked up the house. These are words of affirmation. They're words of encouragement, words of motivation. And so I, I absolutely love this. If words of affirmation are your love languages, some good way to use these words are, I love being addicted to you. Yes, I know it sounds cheesy, but for somebody whose love language is words of affirmation, this means the world. Uh, you did a difficult job really well. That's acknowledging the work that they're doing around. I look forward to waking up with you every day for the rest of my life. I love being in love with you. Uh, thank you for looking after me. Thank you for being there uh, for me. I love the unique way that you giggle. I can't get enough of you. I don't know what I would do without you. So I, these are all, yes, they might sound silly if your love language is not words of affirmation, but these are words that mean the world to your spouse or somebody who has this love language. So at this point, you might be wondering, how can I use some of these words of affirmation. Point out, thing, point out some things that your loved one does well. They want to hear it. They want to hear, hey, wow, you know, I did the dishes really well. That's, that's a phenomenal pat on the back. Pay close attention to the words that you use because all the words you use hold a powerful meaning. So anything that leaves your mouth holds weight, holds a tremendous amount of weight, whether you set them on purpose or whether you set them on accident. So make sure you choose your words wisely. Uh, do not just tell them that you love them. Instead, tell them why you love them. And I cannot stress this enough. When you're telling somebody you love them and their, their love language is words of affirmation, tell them why. It's an easy way to 
to redirect this, redirect your words so that your words hold weight. Uh, if they do something around the house, let them know that you noticed. Uh, always be honest with, with your words of affirmation. So, you know, there's some other ways. So the book recommends some important ways of showing your spouse how much you love them. If their uh, love language is words of affirmation, place an index card on your mirror, a place where they will see it daily. Words are important. I cannot drive this, this point home enough. Words are important. Words are important. Is that number two that the book recommends? Write a love letter, a love paragraph, or a love sentence to your spouse. Again, words are important. Words carry weight. So, again, uh, you know, if your spouse's love language, if your kid's love language is words of affirmation, take some time. Take some, take some much needed time. And tell your spouse, tell your kids why you love them, why you cherish them, why they mean something to you. The next love language that we're going to cover is quality time. So quality time is the second love language that Gary Chapman talks about in his books, The Five Love Languages. Uh, and he talks a lot about quality time. So this is a love language where the husband or the wife spends time with their spouse rather than just hearing words, I love you. This is quality time. This is the act of spending time together. I so, said, you know, a lot of times without words, this is snuggling up on the couch. This is uh, playing a board game together. This is spending, you know, uh, 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 spending meaningful time together. Um, and so th this is a way that speaks volumes on how uh, much you care for your partner. So while the words are important, it is even more important that you share time with them. Being there, being in the moment shows them. I cannot express this enough, uh, enough is that the, the five love languages are more about showing someone that you love them more than just telling them. Talk is cheap. We want to walk the walk when it comes to the love languages. So quality time is actually my secondary love language, meaning that quality time with my spouse is more is incredibly important. I need to have time with my spouse. When I sit down, I enjoy having my wife with me, spending time with her as somebody who, you know, when she works a full-time job, has extra responsibilities. We have three kids. Uh, having that time shows me that I am special, that I am worth her time. You know, my, my wife makes, you know, so much money per hour and she shows me that time with me is worth every bit as much as she works on her job, if that makes sense. So here are four ways to spend real, full, meaningful, quality time with your spouse. Meantime, maintain eye contact with your spouse when talking. Uh, this shows your spouse that nothing around them is more important than your spouse. This gives your spouse or your children that sense of feeling love. So um, yeah, nothing actually aggravates me more. And as somebody who's got ADD, I completely understand this, but nothing aggravates me more than when, uh, 
Jocelyn will look around or she, uh, it doesn't feel like she's paying attention. Instead, when she spends time, you know, maintaining that eye contact makes me feel loved. Uh, another way is uh, when you don't listen to your spouse, you're doing something else at the same time, AKA non, uh, uh, this is multitasking. Again, maintaining that eye contact. Uh, another way, listen for feelings. Ask yourself, what emotion is my spouse experiencing? So what is it? Like, is my spouse mad? Is she sad? Is she uh, disturbed? Is she, you know, what is my spouse feeling in this moment? Uh, refuse to interrupt. Now, this is something I need to work on. Because <laughs> as somebody who's got ADD, as somebody who's an extrovert, as somebody who uh, just shows up, it's so easy for me to interrupt because as a man, I have all the answers, right? <laughs> no, I don't. And so if somebody's love language is spending time and you interrupt them, you're telling them, I don't care what you're saying. Listen to me instead. So what are some ways that we can share uh, or, or, or show love to our spouse when the love language is quality time? Uh, spend date nights or set day nights and stick to them. If you cancel them, this tells, it screams a message to your spouse. So while spending time and date nights with them, pull your cell phone away and have a conversation. I cannot tell you how many times Jocelyn and I are out to eat and somebody will pull out their cell phone when they're on a date and you can hear them talking about their kids beforehand or afterhand. And they and they're playing on their phone instead of being present with their spouse another way show interest in your spouse's or your children's hobbies this tells them no matter what's going on in your life that their interests are important to you get to know each other uh, you can play 20 questions look for questions on the internet or experience something new together uh, create something and include your children or your spouse knows do it yourself projects or create a bucket list of things that you would love to do together. Enjoy each other's company, travel together, take drives, experience different things, spice things up. One of my favorite things that my wife and I did back when we were dating is we jumped into a car and we just drove. And every so often she would say, okay, turn right, turn left, turn right, turn left. We had no idea where we were going. And, you know, this is a time that, you know, GPSs were just starting to come out. So we had, oh, I think it was MapQuest. It, that kind of dates me a little bit. But, you know, we had MapQuest and we just had fun when we spent that quality time together. I cannot, uh, I cannot emphasize that enough. Our next... Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business
around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.